Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Alhamdulillah, inshallah, we'll be uh, wrapping up soon. We have a couple of more um, uh, talks, inshallah, and then immediately after we will start with Isha, inshallah. I wanted to speak to you guys today. I don't think it shows it on the screen, but I wanted to speak to you guys today regarding dua. Regarding dua. <clears throat> And before I talk about that, let me just take one minute to step back for a second. Why is Ramadan so important? Why is Ramadan so significant? And what you'll, a lot of the time, what the answer that you'll get is, uh, that the Quran was revealed during Ramadan. A lot of the times you'll get other fadails, uh, other virtues of Ramadan. And why Ramadan is, is so great. It's such a great month. But I want to look at it in a different angle for a second. Ramadan is our month. It's the month that we have to separate out the rest of our year. Our month of Ramadan. We get 11 months in a year where we get caught up with everything else in our lives. We get caught up with our work, with our spouses, with our children, with our parents, with our siblings, with our colleagues, with our friends, with everybody else in the world. We get caught up in our business and our uh, in uh, earning money, making a, a living. We get caught up in studies, in schoolwork. That's the rest of the year. But we need one month. We need one time every year to be able to refocus. We are, we are human. We are absolutely human. And our deen understands that we are human. That we can go on a daily basis how we are in Ramadan. Absolutely. That's very difficult. If our entire lives were exactly as they were in Ramadan, every night, fasting every day. Just think about that for a second. If that was every single day through the whole year, if you were required on a daily basis, we have our five salawat, you are also required to fast every day. And uh, um, a recommended sunnah is that you uh, uh, come for tarawih. If that was the case, it would our lives would look totally different. Earning a living would be very difficult. On, in year round like this. However, with the nature that we are human, what we see is that there are ups and downs within our, uh, within our practice. We have peaks and we have valleys. We have peaks when we are, uh, we, um, we look back and we can't help to have 
some honor in the ibadah and the worship that we've done. And then we have valleys and that's what we repent for. Those times that we, we are ashamed of our ibadah, of our worship. And we have those valleys as well. And that's what repentance or for forgiveness is for. So Ramadan is that month to now refocus. It's that month that we, everything else in our lives has to take a back seat. Of course, I'm not saying to go over the cliff here, quit your jobs and uh, quit everything, sell your car and then just stay in the masjid. I'm not saying that. However, Ramadan is our chance to take everything and put it to the side, at least for a little bit. Tell our families, if we can, if we can tell our families, please excuse me, I'm sorry. This month, I'm going to try to read as much Quran as I can. Okay, I'm going to try to finish as much Quran. And so you see these crazy stories about people who are doing so many times, they're finishing the, the Quran, finishing the Quran, finishing the Quran, but that comes in Ramadan. These people, they do that in Ramadan. Ramadan is that month. And Allah, in addition to this, Allah has facilitated this month for us. Allah has put barakah in Ramadan for us. So that now, if we are sincere and... <coughs> If we are sincere and in fact we put everything to the side and we dedicated the month to, uh, to Allah and we dedicated to the Quran and the prayer, then what we'll see is we'll see more results than we've ever seen any other month or any other time in our lives. That's what Ramadan is for. The barakah in Ramadan is more than any other month that you'll see. So that's what I wanted to start off with. And I won't keep this too long. I want to uh, drill in one specific point during this, uh, during this talk. One very specific point. And that is regarding dua. Re regarding dua. Calling on Allah. We see the importance of dua from the very verses that Allah revealed. Allah revealed the verses, Ya That Allah said that to those who believe, you have been obligated to fast. Allah says in the, in the Quran. Then Allah goes on to explain the masail of, uh, of Soma fasting. He goes on to explain what the rules of fasting are. And then at the end of these verses, Allah says something. Allah says something in the verses of Siyam, in the verses of fasting. Allah says, right? Allah says in the Quran that when my servant asks me, then I am very near. I'm close. Inni qareeb. I answer the call of the caller when he calls me. What is this about? Calling Allah. As he repeats in this verse, dua, calling Allah. And to wrap up my, uh, my talk, to wrap up my talk here, this dua is something that we need to focus on very specifically. This dua is something that we need to focus on very specifically more than we have in the past. That's the goal I want from everybody that is here. Everybody that is here, I want you guys individually. 
I want you guys to recommit to making sure you're making dua every single day, on a day-to-day basis, every single day. And what is dua? What is dua? Right? I could go on talking a lot more about what the common practices of dua are, how you should conduct dua, what are the sunnas of dua, what's recommended, what you shouldn't do, all of that. There is that discussion there. But I'm just going to tell you one thing right here. And Allah uh, highlights this in the Quran as well. Allah says, That Allah says, call on him in a state where you're weak, in a low state. What this means is, when you put your hands up, ask everything. Really pour your help, uh, your heart out. As if you're, you're uh, sharing emotions that you've never shared with anybody. Share them with Allah. Call on Allah and tell Him absolutely everything. Big and small. It can be something small. Oh Allah, help me have a good day today. Oh Allah, help me buy a new car. No? Oh Allah, help me uh, find a new job. Oh Allah, and you can go on and keep listing it. Or it can be something bigger. Oh Allah, grant me Jannah. Oh Allah, forgive all my sins. I'm a sinner. I sin every day. Forgive my sins. It can be from big to small or all of it together. But the focus here that I want to leave you guys with is pour your heart out for the sake of Allah. Pour your heart out for Allah, and I want every person, if every day you put your hands up and you used to put it up maybe 10 minutes a day, I want that to be 20 minutes a day. You put your uh, hands up right before iftar. Drop everything right before iftar, the last 20 minutes of iftar, put your hands up and just keep asking. What you'll notice here is that uh, the first couple of times, the first couple of times, might not find much to ask, possibly. The next couple of times you'll see you're you're starting to think of more things. Even make a list. Make a list uh, beforehand. I remember actually when I was going for Hajj, uh, I was much younger. And when I was going for Hajj, the issue that I had asked for advice regarding Hajj, they say that Hajj is one of the opportunities for your dua to be answered on the ninth day when you're at Hajj at Arafah. And so the recommendations was to me was write everything. Because when you get to Arafah, your mind goes blank. You forget all of du'as. Uh, oh Allah, and then you forget. I don't know what to ask for. You know, I'm here at Hajj. I don't know what to ask for. So my shuk actually recommended, uh, write it down and read off your list and keep reading off your list. We have the example of the Prophet on the day of Arafah after Dhuhr, he put his hands up like this. He put his hands up like this. They actually say in the narration that he put his hands up so high that you could see his armpits. Prophet he put his hands up really high and he made dua from after Dhuhr until Maghrib time. For maybe six, seven, eight hours, he made dua to Allah on the day of Arafah. Okay, this is an Arafah. But still, I want you guys to uh, put as much time and effort as you guys can to making dua in this month. Jazakumullah khair. Aqul qawli hadha. Wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Astaghfirullah li